Each week, Movies by Minutes hosts examine the 1999 Frank Oz-directed comedy Bowfinger. One minute of screen time per episode. My name is Robin, host of Karate Kid Minute, Fright Night Minute, Sword Boys, Cut by Cut, and the upcoming Popeye Shanty to Shanty. And I'm Kim, host of TBD. <laughs> the highly successful uh, uh, coming to Boomerang. Yep, coming to a boomerang near you immediately. <laughs> name of my show. Uh, are we gonna Are we gonna sing the theme song for that podcast as well? What would that, what would that be? <laughs> I don't know. Coming to boomerang. Oh wow, the whole James uh, James Brown thing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah so uh, that is. Uh, I, I'm not sure if anybody's noticed, but that is actually us singing the theme to this podcast this week. Uh, uh, Jim has uh, provided us with uh, a karaoke track, and we ended up uh, recording it. So uh, I, I think we did pretty well. I think we did, too. Not as good as when we sang Holiday Road together. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We do uh, We do some, uh, no, we do some uh, karaoke. She really wants to play Holiday Road on the podcast, but that would uh, that would be some sort of copyright law against that, I'm oh, sure. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, but um, I almost feel like, I feel like I, I we should have... Uh, uh, instead of singing along with, you know, this song that is like almost like a parody of the song that's at the beginning of the movie Bowfinger, mm-hmm. maybe we should have sang it in the tune of like Goldfinger, like Bowfinger. <laughs> uh, no. All right. Uh, let's get. Ethel. <laughs> no, no, that's not Ethel. That's uh, Shirley, ba- Shirley Bassey. Remember, you sounded like Ethel Merman. Oh, well. So maybe I'll do Ethel the rest of the <laughs> oh This is Minute 49. <laughs> this is Minute 49, which starts with corrective vision and ends with career ambitions. Oh, that rhymes. We have lost the plot. We've lost the thread. <laughs> no, we are here. We are still in GIF's audition, where we're going to be uh, the entire uh, time. Uh, so uh, some fun facts for you, Kim. Please. Uh who did? Who do you think Steve Martin originally saw as the guy that would play Kit and Jeff? What actor did he have in mind? Uh, yeah, and let me just say he was thinking more of a white, uh, typical kind of action star rather than going for the comedian. A white action star. Yeah. Um, Val Kilmer, The Rock. 
The Rock wasn't around in this context in this time. Well, he just no, no, no. The Mummy Returns doesn't come for a few years, so that's really what got his big start in Harrison the Ford, Harrison Ford, Kevin Costner. <laughs> yeah, that'd be funny. So, <laughs> I see Harrison Ford playing Jeff. I would love that. <laughs> no, but uh, no, he he didn't actually have this actor particularly in mind. He just said like so he said basically like oh uh, he was picturing white action stars like. Keanu Reeves, he actually called, oh, by, called by name. Okay. Keanu Reeves playing Kit and Jeff. I don't know. <laughs> I, I can't see it. It's like a really nerdy Keanu Reeves. I mean, I could see like he was He's too sexy to be nerdy. All right. Sorry, Eddie. Um, so uh, Brian Grazer uh, from Imagine Entertainment, who is behind this movie, uh, actually is the one that suggested Eddie Murphy. Um, and Eddie uh, took this part. Obviously, he's loves doing the Peter Sellers thing. He wants to play multiple characters, but he also took it as an opportunity to work with Steve Martin, who he really likes. Mm. And yeah. like, I was like, when when I read that fact, I was like, I weren't they on SNL together at all? Uh, yeah, <laughs> like weren't they both like cast members of SNL? And it turns out, like Steve Martin never actually was a full fledged cast member. On Saturday Night Live. I, I remember, like, Steve Martin oh, characters, yeah, but I guess they all come from when he hosted. Yeah, he he hosted a lot. And yeah. He played his banjo. Mm-hmm. 16 times uh, he's hosted. Wow. He had the record for the most hosting gigs on SNL, but it was broken by Alec Baldwin, who is, has hosted more times. Oh, especially in the Trump era. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but, yeah, it, it's funny to think of that. There's... I. I did find I, – I typed in Steve Martin, Eddie Murphy, SNL just to see if there was anything online. Um, and there was this great one where Eddie is doing like – it looks like a closing monologue and calling Saturday Night Live like the uh, the Eddie Murphy show. And uh, Steve Martin actually uh, surprises everybody by standing up in the audience and saying like he's taking his regular job as like – being a good guest host, and now Eddie Murphy is taking his job away from him and from other uh, great guest hosts. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So moving along, we have uh, the question: Can you see without your glasses? Um, and we see Jeff uh, takes off his glasses, and he looks very blind. Like he got his is. He's squinting away. In fact, the squinting makes his braces stick out even more because mm-hmm. he's got. Like, eh. I love it. <laughs> Um, and, uh, then the next question is, do you have contact lenses? Um, and he says, uh, yes. And, but then he's like, can I just put my glasses back on? I'm getting a little bit of a headache. Uh, and I just think, wow, he must be really blind. Mm-hmm. If eye strain, the eye strain of not having your glasses on yeah. is that bad that you get a headache. Yep. Um, and that quick too. He just, he just took his glasses off, mm-hmm. you know, poor little nerdy birdie. <laughs> um, do you feel like uh, you're a person that wears contacts and glasses? Do you yeah. feel like, uh, if you don't have your glasses on, you start feeling a little eye strainy or contacts? No. And I, I have pretty terrible vision, but I, I, I don't feel that way. But I think in Jeff's case, it just adds to his kind of helpless patheticness, you know? Yeah. 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 Uh, we are talking about uh, in my Sword Boys podcast. We're talking about the movie Highlander, and uh, 
fun fact about Highlander is that the star of Highlander, uh, Christopher Lambert, uh, not only couldn't speak English, uh, but he also was blind as a bat. Oh, <laughs> like really? he always wore glasses. Yeah. And this is back in the you know back in the eighties where contact lenses were much of a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, uh, he, he plays like a really talented sword fighter. Oh. <laughs> so and, and of course he can't wear his glasses while he's fighting using swords. So yeah, a lot of, there were a lot of nicked uh, fingers and wrists and mm-hmm. things like that. Um, and yeah, thinking about vision, like I, uh, I have my own, uh, vision problems. I have, I, I grew up with wearing, uh, um, glasses. And then when I was adult, I got the, uh, the surgery, the LASIK eye surgery, mm-hmm. but it's been like 20 years. I swear I need to give in and get some reading glasses, mm. but, uh, uh, all right. So the next question is great. Would you be willing to show your naked rear end in the movie? Um, Kim, what, do we, what, what would it take for you to show your naked rear end in a movie? Like, you know this movie's going to be a big action movie. Um, probably permission from J-Lo to be my butt double. <laughs> but you can't. You can't have a butt double. He's asking him, would you be willing to show oh, your naked rear end? I mean, any, you know, for the right amount of money, sure. I can be bought. What's your price, Kim? For to this ass? To sh- <laughs> yes. Um, I mean... Are we going 100000 I know. 200000 A lifetime subscription to MeUndies. <laughs> so just ply you with gifts and you're good. Yeah. Like you just get... I'd like to plug our sponsor, MeUndies. <laughs> MeUndies is not sponsoring the show. <laughs> we don't have sponsors yet? No. No oh. sponsors, no. Maybe they'd like to. No. Um, I don't know. Probably 500 per cheek. Five hundred dollars per cheek, per cheek. So a thousand dollars will get your naked rear end in a big 1500. movie. Fifteen hundred. I have three cheeks. <laughs> I, uh, wow. Well, uh, I'll have to take that under a closer exam. Would you be willing to audition just to make sure I can see what's going on with three cheeks? Mm-hmm. Where is the? Is it one on each side? And there's one on top. There's one on top. Yeah. <laughs> That's I'm, a hunch, honey. Honey, I'm a you, did, you didn't know about your hunch. My hunch. <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, oh, it, what's my price? Thanks for asking. Uh, uh, <laughs> Go just, inhale your gonads. Give me, <laughs> what's your price? Give me a. I'm a, I'm a father, as I've as oh, I say to you many times. God. I am a father. I have standards. How okay. Many times do so I it's got to be a pretty. Day? It's got to be pretty high. I would say a mil. If I, I like. I would be willing to blushingly admit to my daughters that I had to show my naked rear end in a movie. It was a ju- it was just a job. It was just a job, but it's on film forever. It's locked in the vaults forever. Uh, uh, to be viewed hundreds of years from now, my butt out there, uh, I would say a million dollars. Like I'd, I'd, I'd have to say, like, you got to give me a million for this film. Um, wow. I, I, All right, I'm cheap. I'm going a million, too. All right. I, did, I didn't know the stakes were that high. Okay. I'm, I'm, I need money, and then I can get my life, my, my underwear however I want. Mm-hmm. It's not a surprise, me undies. It's just whatever undies that I want. Um, mm-hmm. Boxer briefs, by the way, are my kind of underwear. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's yours? Banana hammock. <laughs> that one caught me off guard. Um, I don't have a banana hammock. <laughs> Thank you. You do have the third butt cheek, though. <laughs> uh, 
so Kit's answer, or sorry, Jeff. Gosh, I get them confused. I wonder why. Um, Jeff's answer to this is uh, he thinks for a minute, and then he just gets this really cheesy grin, and then starts just cracking up like a schoolboy, like embarrassed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And he goes, "Yeah, I guess so." <laughs> <laughs> And and then we the camera just kind of like stays on Jeff and and Eddie is just pulling out all the stops in hilarious fashion that just this look on his face like ooh we're being dirty yeah. <laughs> like That's sweet and then he just like adds like I don't even know if this is in the script or not that he just goes it's hard it's hard <laughs> like what does he mean by that I should I ask his butt is hard. Okay. All right. Yeah. He's he's like Peter Wright is like a solid muscular. But he's 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 been working the CrossFit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so he, he's like, yeah, it's hard. You know. <laughs> it, oh, so it's hard is a warning. Like it's hard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'd love I love that. Not only do we need a body double for Kit in this movie, we also have to adhere to Kit's usual habit of showing his naked butt in, in his movies. So it's not only like you have to find somebody that looks like Eddie Murphy, but also has to have a butt like Eddie Murphy. It's just like a ridiculous promise. Um, mm-hmm. One more question, he, Bowfinger asks. Uh, in addition to being a major star in this film, would you also be willing to run errands? Mm-hmm. And I propose that to you. Yeah. What w- Would you be willing to run errands for life uh, and show your naked butt for a lifetime subscription to MeUndies? <laughs> I believe they call it a gopher. Would I be a gopher? A gopher? Sure. <laughs> I've run so many errands for my parents. I love being helpful. I love being I'd of service. Like be a task rabbit. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I wonder if uh, Bowfinger makes his other actors like uh, Carol and uh, Daisy do mm-hmm. do odd jobs as well. Odd jobs. Because <laughs> it does seem like out of the blue. Like all he knows that is that Jeff works at Burger King and he rents movies and he, he goes to the movies fries and he's an avid blockbuster consumer yeah so what I makes him think it. like okay i've just got this guy i've talked to him to showing his naked butt in the movies uh so is he just like reading him like he's stupid enough to actually yeah. do jobs for us as well <laughs> like, Absolutely. I just, maybe yeah. carol carol oh, and he, daisy he's are not got the same walk all over me written all over that tin grin <laughs> tin grin yeah right jiff is overwhelmed by this amazing opportunity. He says, oh my gosh, I'm really hoping to get a career running errands. That would be a major boost for me. Uh, and so like Bowfinger kind of like stumbled upon this thing, this like, oh God, this is it. Like, not only do I want to, uh, like you've discovered this hidden talent. Mm-hmm. Like, it's almost like acting and ask an actor, like, we're thinking about turning this into a musical. Do you sing too? Mm-hmm. It's like, actually, yes, I, I want to be a singer. Yeah. But no, he wants a career running errands. Uh, and you said gopher. I, 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 I call them production assistants. Uh, oh, sorry. It does sound like what a production assistant does. Yeah. And as then, well as many vital duties. Duties. Not just administrative. <laughs> I, I actually got curious and I wanted to see. I was like, I hope a production assistant makes more money than a person that works at Burger King. Oh, boy. But I will say it's not a major boost. I looked up like the average in 2022, uh, $26,000 a year for a production assistant, $25,000 a year for somebody that works at Burger King. No way. <laughs> oh, that is humbling. But I would say like, you know, it is $1,000 more a year for Burger King uh, or, or for being a production assistant. But 
Burger King is steady work. Yeah. So yeah. You, you, you're going from job to job and hoping to be hired. I don't right. know. Uh, but it is such a, ready, uh, such a, a funny reaction, like a career running errands. Uh, I wonder how he landed on that as a goal for his life. I mean, if that were today, he'd be a TaskRabbit. That's what the app is. Right. TaskRabbit. Yeah, okay. TaskRabbit. This is sponsored by TaskRabbit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this audition shows Bowfinger that he is dealing with a dimwit. Who can be easily manipulated? So that's perfect for a con job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. All right. Uh, do you have anything else you wanted to talk about for this minute in particular before we get into our closing wrap up discussion? Yeah, I just think it's really sweet when they when they yeah how embarrassed how sheepish he gets when they ask if he'll show his butt. Like he just looks like a little kid. <laughs> He's very endearing. This character. I love very how he, I love how he just like raises his eyebrows, like yeah. looking at like. Steve Martin and, and uh, Jamie Kennedy are like, oh my god, you guys yeah. want to look at my butt? Yeah. <laughs> He's a doofus. <laughs> okay, well, we did top five Steve Martin, top five uh, Eddie Murphy. We You acknowledged some of their credits as well that you liked, like the barbershop scene in Boomerang. <laughs> uh, Never living it down. <laughs> only on this podcast. The rest, r- 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 I will not be. Yeah. Uh, uh, you're not going to find it. I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, the director of this movie is Frank Oz. Uh, Frank Oz, who has directed some other movies mm-hmm. as well. Uh, but I didn't really want, it, there's not enough movies for me to go, okay, what's your favorite Frank Oz movies? Frank Oz, of course, voices, uh, many, uh, Muppety characters. Uh, and so I thought, I'd come up with my list of my top five Frank Oz characters. Um, and so I didn't ask you to do this because, I don't know, are you a big, like, Muppet person? Like, like I, I mean, as a kid, I loved Muppet Babies. Uh-huh. And as you know, I'm obsessed with Emma Dodder's Jug Band Christmas. Of course. Um, but other than that, no. Uh, I love the Muppets. I don't think I've seen all the movies. Some of the re- more recent ones I, I haven't seen. Uh, but uh, I do love uh, the Muppet show. And, uh, you know, I grew up on Sesame Street and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I Fraggle all Rock. All Fraggle do, Rock. Oh, yeah, of course. I'm just not fanatical about it, let's no. say. But familiar and it's endearing, sure. Uh, all right. I'm going to read off my top five favorite Frank Oz characters. And they're all Muppet performances. Okay. I mean, he does do other characters. Like he's a, he's like a he's like a doctor in uh, or, or a cop maybe in American Werewolf in London. He just kind of yeah. pops in as a cameo, and he does his Frank Oz voice, which sounds strangely like you know Yoda. But all right, so I'm sorry, I'm spoiling my list here. Top five, starting at number five with Animal. I love Animal. Yeah. And he's like, he's just like id. Like id in Muppet form. <laughs> he's kind of like that, that comedian from um, oh, Police Academy. Who's oh, like, Bob. Right? I think Bobcat Goldthwait might have been uh, inspired, if not directly ripped off Animal. Really? Did you just you think just, of that? Or did I no, you just that? thought of that. You just yeah. put that in. That, that uh, you know, woman, woman, is really close to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. Number four, Cookie Monster. Another one that's pure like um, I want what I want. <laughs> and that's pure, you know, right. yeah. yeah. But uh, oh god, 
I mean, as a kid, seeing Cookie Monster eating a bunch of cookies like that, just like, you know, as the Muppet hand is Mm -hmm. breaking all the cookies and letting it run down the front of him, that's basically how I wanted uh, Cookie Monster, you know. I would love to eat cookies as a kid. Mm. Uh, Number three, a real famous one, Miss Piggy, of course. Miss Piggy. Love her. The diva. Just picture her with those those ballroom (laughs) gloves and heart-shaped velour dress. Uh Pearls and oh, yeah, cute. Miss Piggy and the Great Muppet Caper is just amazing. And Joan Rivers, right? That makeup, the makeup (laughs) counter scene—that's what I think of. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Number two, I love Grover. Grover is a Sesame Street Muppet, and but he's just so—he's awesome. Terrible sense of direction on him. (laughs) Yes, Uh, and uh, Super Grover and. I think my favorite Grover skits are the ones where he's in the restaurant and yeah. there's the blue guy with the mustache trying to yeah. trying to wait on him and he's just being terrible. Yeah, that's what I think of. <laughs> uh, number one has got to be Yoda. Mm. Yoda, Star Wars. Fun fact, everybody. My girlfriend has never seen Star Wars. <laughs> are we a match made in heaven or uh, what? It's, uh, honestly, as a movie fan, as a, as a, it is... It is like one of those things where you like uh, you're excited, like oh my god, I get to like help open this new universe to you. You know, yeah, but I like being the person who's never seen it. I like the right. incredulity of people yeah. when they learn that. And if I see it, then I no longer have that as part of my identity. That's true, and it puts me apart from the human race. <laughs> That's true, right? Yeah. But, uh, I mean, Yoda is quite a character. Uh, and I'm familiar, though, with I mean, the, I, the pop culture, of course. So much, uh, you know, like osmosis that you must have acquired. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm going to give some honorable mentions here to my Frank Oz character list. That would be uh, Bert. Bert and Ernie. Yep. Okay, Ernie. I, I like want to do all the impressions while we're... Uh, <laughs> Go for it. Sam the Eagle. Uh Sam the Eagle is a character that is always very patriotic. He doesn't really stand out much in the Muppet movies, but, uh, you know, mm-hmm. he is in the Muppet show. Uh, and, uh, and he's always, like, frowning at all the, uh, you know, the, all the shenanigans that happen on the Muppet show. He's mm-hmm. just like, <laughs> um, And then, now I just put this extra one on here to appeal to you. Uh, since you mentioned Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas, an honorable mention goes to Frank Oz's performance as Chuck. Oh. The leader of the Riverbottom Nightmare Gang. Yep. And folks, I gotta say, there's not enough people talking about Emmett Otter every Christmas. Oh, that's gonna be my mark my words. That'll be my podcast. Get on Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas, people. Uh, and uh, yeah, if you want it to be, uh, we can call it Kimmet 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 Otter's Jug Kimmet Band Otter. podcast. Yep. <laughs> I have all the figurines, Etsy. Or, or you, maybe I can, uh, maybe I can join in and be. It'll be like, it'll just be a straight up Kim and Robbins Jug Band podcast. Yeah, we're gonna and we're gonna have a talent show. Yeah, yeah. We'd only have to do like fifty-seven episodes if we did it minute by minute. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's you can sometimes find it on Prime Video. I it's on YouTube if you ever want to watch it around Christmas. It's just a perfect little Muppets wholesome. Wholesome. It's it's introduced by Kermit Frog. Kermit the Frog is uh, your entry entry point. Um, but 
you know, it's all new characters. It's not a bunch of. It's not like Fozzie and Miss Piggy and Gonzo showing up. It's just it's it's this little Frog Hollow mm-hmm. and uh, a, a very touching and funny story and beautiful music. Beautiful. Really beautiful. Yes. John Denver helped. Yeah. Uh, is it a? Oh, what's his name? Oh God. John Paul? Denver. Paul, Paul Williams. Paul Williams. Paul Williams. Yes. Paul Williams. No, John Denver did do some. Really? Yeah. All right, folks, you're gonna have to fact checker. Thank <laughs> oh, God. Uh, he was. Uh, he was funny enough. He was in that barber shop scene in uh, Boomerang. John, John Denver? Denver was sitting there getting his little bowl cut done. Oh my God, <laughs> that would be amazing. Are you serious? Are you serious? Clark? I'm not. Se- <laughs> I'm not serious, Clark. Uh, okay. Uh, anything else to say about uh, Frank Oz? She's, did he have she's, to do she's with, trying. Did he have anything to do with Wizard of Oz? No. No. I'm kidding. Um, see, you're finding out that you're wrong. I see you Googling. Yeah. I'm, uh, no, some here we go. people are saying... John Denver and Robin the Frog performed it on the album. He performed uh, it. Oh, okay. Where so, the river, when the river meets the sea. Oh, so he did a cover of it. He did on, a cover of it. On a Muppets Christmas album. Yeah. That he did with... Yeah. Yeah, if you're a Muppets fan, you're a John Denver fan. That's just basically it was hand in hand because they he did he hosted he he uh, uh, did that whole Christmas album and I think he did a Christmas special as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, all right, enough Frank Oz, enough John Denver talk. Uh, you can find the Bowfinger Minute podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Play, or at the main site, bowfingerminute.com. If you have time, please like, subscribe, and review the show on Apple Podcasts. You want more discussion? Head on over to Welcome to Mindhead, the Bowfinger Minute Listener Center on Facebook and on Twitter at Bowfinger Minute. And thank you, Kim, for joining me. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And join us here next time on the Bowfinger Minute. In the meantime, Keep it together, 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 Oh!